0: Mayor Johnson and Tony, it's an honor to be here today with the Augusta Richmond County Commissioners as well and just want to thank the city for hosting us.
1: Governor Brian Kemp, a couple days ago, just down the road in Augusta, bill signing there, bill signing up on Lake Lanier earlier this week. A lot of bill signing. It is bill signing season for Governor Brian Kemp, who joins us now. Very busy governor, taking a few minutes out of his schedule to talk with his hometown radio station. Governor Kemp, thanks for your time this morning.
0: Hey, good morning, Tim. Good to be on with you.
1: Now, jump right in there. When, by the way, I, I, this is one of those things I should know and don't. I know we're getting down to the end of this. It's after the session ends, something like 40 days. When's the last day to sign or veto a bill?
0: I think the last day is May the 9th. We're going to try to hopefully wrap up just a day or two before that. I've got a lot of stuff going on <laughs> travel-wise. I'm going around the state, and so... We're trying to get that knocked out a few days early, but I think we do have till the
1: 9th to do it. And and, as I've mentioned and I've talked before, you and you're not alone, other governors, other states do it this way. There's some things you sit at your desk and sign, some things you make a production out of. You want to go into a community, maybe sign a piece of legislation that affects the community or something that has attracted a lot of attention. Uh, One of the things, I think it was up on Lake Lanier a day or two ago, signing some more gang legislation designed to crack down on the gang banging that's going on in Georgia. It's an effort you started almost your first day in office continues to this day and I, i've mentioned this that one of the tools you have in your box maybe the biggest tool you can always ramp up the penalties and that's what the legislature's done and in this instance specifically those who are out there recruiting the gang members at very young ages
0: yeah we're going after the gang members that are targeting children and schools to join gangs so the recruiters if you will uh, this is something that we've heard from school superintendents and educators around the state as well as local law enforcement so was honored to get that bill passed that was you know something i had campaigned on and a lot of the bill signings we're doing tim we're going into local communities also to you know thank the legislators for their support uh but also just to let people know that listen we when we ran we we promised to fulfill uh the things that we were talking about on the campaign trail and that's exactly what we're doing you know we're just doing what we told people we do we did that with a lot of things in the budget a lot of pieces of legislation and uh, you know, it's great to be up with the Sheriff's Association to sign on that, I'll be in Athens this morning to sign the Baker Coleman Act, which Houston Gaines and Marcus Sweetauer Senator Cowser and a lot of other people worked on and just want them to get some accolades for being part of that process, but also let the local folks know that we're working hard for them.
1: And by the way, that Baker Coleman Act, Tara Baker, the University of Georgia Law School student, I'm thinking 2000, maybe 2001, she was killed uh, in that duplex over on the east side. Still an unsolved murder, and that's the crux of that legislation, more resources for law enforcement to work on those unsolved cases. You mentioned State Rep. Houston Gaines, State Rep. Marcus Weedower, the two of them, uh, instrumental in some legislation that passed, uh, Prosecuting Attorney Oversight Legislation. Uh, Looking at DAs who aren't as vigorous as perhaps we'd want them to be in terms of prosecuting some crimes. That one's still unsigned, I gather. Uh, Were you leaning on that one, or can you say?
0: Well, we're still reviewing lots of pieces of legislation. Uh, You know, I was certainly very supportive of what Houston and Marcus were doing. I think there's a need out there for that. To. Just have some oversight on our district attorneys, just like we have on the judicial system with our superior court judges and other judges. And and I think they did a really good job of legislating that bill. Uh, I think a lot of people got real political about that. But to me, it's not about politics. It's about public safety and holding people accountable. And I believe that's what that legislation does.
1: Uh, And and one of the things that will happen, too, over the course of the summer, as we continue to talk with Governor Brian Kemp here uh, just the other day, uh, a a joint House-Senate study committee formed to look at uh, tax incentives, uh, and all of them across the board, uh, and then the one that everybody thinks of first, is the tax incentives that bring the movie makers to Georgia continue to do so, uh, something that could be addressed in an upcoming legislation. As a general matter, what are your thoughts on those? Using the tax code uh, to incentivize or disincentivize business in Georgia?
0: Well, Tim, I I was uh, glad and very supportive of what the House and the Senate are doing on the joint committee to study the uh, tax credits that we have. I think it needs to be done. I think we have a lot of them that do a lot of really good things to help us attract business and drive our economy and create high-paying jobs that we're certainly Seeing that in Athens with the Meisner announcement here recently and a lot of other things in the northeast Georgia part of the state as well as all over the state. But I also think, you know, when you have a legislative body and someone like myself that has been cutting taxes and making Georgia a more tax-friendly state, which we're very tax-friendly now, but we can always do more. And Lowering the state income tax has been a priority of a lot of people, and you just can't do both. And so there's going to have to be some hard choices made, especially with the budget we have this year. You know, let the legislature know um, that we've got some holes in the budget that I'm concerned about going into a recession. So we're taking a really hard look at that, but we're looking forward to sitting down with them, also with all the industries that are receiving tax credits and seeing, you know, how we can refine, what's getting a good return on investment for our taxpayers and what's not, and what could we perhaps – you know, cut out or readjust to help us lower the state income tax that would help all the working Georgians out there. Right. So I'm looking forward to having that discussion.
1: And You mentioned that budget. Uh, in it, uh, those cuts to the university system of Georgia, a lot of heartburn from Chancellor Purdue and others on that. Uh, $12 million to hit at the University of Georgia, a place where enrollment is increasing, unlike some of the other institutions around the state. Uh, is there anything or some talk of some line item action you might take? What are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, I have the ability to line out and veto the budget, but I can't I can't put money back in the budget. So, you know, that cut's going to have to stand for now. We've been talking with the chancellor and the university system and the institution themselves about trying to fix that in the amended budget. Um, you know, we've had good conversations with some of the legislative body about that. I'm certainly supportive of that. But there's other ways that we can, um, you know, make adjustments to the budget to prepare us to be in really good spot going into next year with the amended budget with the holes that we have, but also looking at the economic environment that we're in. I think in Georgia we're going to hold out better than the rest of the country or better than most of the rest of the country, but there's definitely a slowdown uh, happening. I'm uh, concerned that our revenues won't be certainly what they've been the last year or two. And we just have to be, you know, conservative stewards of our finances looking at that. And there's a lot of big holes in the health care side of the budget. There's a lot of good things that the legislators added, uh, but they also made some cuts to pay for that. So those are the the hard choices that I'm going to have to make as we finish reviewing the budget and, and, you know, eventually get it signed.
1: Governor Brian Kemp, a big splash, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago as as you speech up in Nashville and some interviews uh, immediately following CNN and elsewhere, uh, drawing lines between the future and the past. The folks who are looking uh, through the windshield as opposed to the folks who keep looking in the rear view at the election of 2020. Donald Trump foremost among them. Uh, Step us through the thought process there that Republicans, uh, paraphrasing some of what you said here, sound like you're saying Republicans need to move on.
0: Well, really, I just gave a very simple message, Tim. And I've been talking about this long before I went to speak to the RNC event up in Nashville. And, you know, the Atlanta media, as usual, made it out about, you know, me going after Trump, which I did not. I simply told everybody in the room, I believe for us to win in states like Georgia in 2024, our candidates, we have to be for something. We have to tell people why you should vote for us. I mean, that's what I did my whole campaign. That's what the rest of the Republican ticket did. And that's why we had a great night at the state level, because we made promises and we've been fulfilling those promises and doing what we told people we would do. So I simply said, we have to do that at the national level. We have to give people a reason to vote for us. Second, I told them we got to stay focused on the future. People that are talking about the 2020 election Regardless of what you believe, it doesn't matter to me. You know, people can have different thoughts about what happened and what didn't happen. But the point is the voters have moved on. Uh, families have moved on. People that are concerned about Joe Biden's 40-year high inflation, a disaster at the border, disasters pull out of Afghanistan, you know, a loss of strength in our, you know, commitments around the world and just where we are right now at federal government, um, you know, those are the things that we need to stay focused on. That's what families and, and working Georgians and working Americans are worried about right now. So we have to stay focused on what we're going to do in the future. And then third, we simply got to win. You know, we got to have a candidate that can come out of the primary that can win in November, because I got a, you know, very simple message for you. If you don't win, You can't govern. And we're seeing that right now with Joe Biden's leadership in Washington, D.C.
1: Governor Brian Kemp, we will leave it there. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Best of luck moving forward.
0: Thanks, Tim. Have a great day.